Hello, good morning, and thank you for taking your time to speak with us today. Would you like to start by introducing yourself? Yeah, good morning. I'm Spencer McAndrews. I am a hand surgery PA in uh, Southern California. So what is a surgery PA? So I think one of the most important things that can come out of this conversation is that a surgery PA is a very, very general thing. And I can talk to you only about my experience as a hand surgery PA specifically. Um, sort of generally speaking, a physician assistant is a healthcare provider that works in a team-based setting um, and PAs practice in all areas of medicine. And particularly in surgery, different PAs, different surgical PAs have very, very different clinical experiences and day-to-day -day responsibilities. Even within my own office, the other PA and I have very different day-to-day -day sort of work and life. But in my role specifically, I spend about 50% of my time in the office seeing patients and 50% of my time in the operating room. I work with a surgeon fairly one, uh, and we do everything from the shoulder down. So shoulder, elbow, wrist, and hand from an orthopedic perspective, essentially. So what does your typical day look like? Depends what day of the week it is, but my operating room days look like being in surgery all day. I am the person that takes care of most of the paperwork and the discharge stuff. Most of our patients go home the same day because they've broken a bone or you know had outpatient surgery, though we do take care of um, inpatients occasionally too. I don't do very much hospital floor work taking care of inpatients. Um, I do work at a teaching hospital, and so we have a full team of residents that we work with as well. But in the office, mostly, um, you know, going from case to case back and forth, uh, depending on how much is going on throughout the day. And then on the other days, I'm in the office seeing patients. Um, I see my own panel. So there's patients that are on my schedule that are seen independently. Um, and then I do see new consults for the surgeon that I work with. Um, so we see them together, generally speaking. Um, and that is a full day of something like combined. We see about 70 patients a day um, getting through the day, going patient to patient. Um, our days are a little bit more variable. Some days you have one or two cases. Some days, like yesterday, we had nine. Um, it just changes from every day, depending on what's going on. So what really interested you into becoming a physician assistant? Mm -hmm. So about halfway through college, I really thought I wanted to do medical anthropology, which is a research-based position that looks at how health and health conditions affect different populations in different ways. Um, and the big public health focus, all of that. And I actually do love looking at those things still, but I spent time doing research and realized what I liked about the research was talking to people, not an analysis of all the information I got from people later. And so I realized that I really want to do something sort of more patient-facing. I wanted to be in healthcare. I wasn't convinced of what I wanted to do. So I spent a lot of time shadowing different people that did many, many, many different things within healthcare, um, from nursing to physical therapy to sort of speech language pathology and everything in between. And I really liked sort of the flexibility of the PA role, as well as 
the team-based approach to healthcare, and mostly the whole thing that it, it can be different for everybody, that I could really sort of define what I wanted my role to be as long as I was in an environment that would allow me to do that. So I know you said that you work with um, some other doctors and like residents. Um, who would you say that you work with on a daily basis at the hospital? Like what other medical professions? All of the above. So I work one-to-one with a surgeon and we interact um, sort of constantly throughout the day. We have a whole team of medical residents um, who are RMDs at this point and they take care of most of our hospital work, a lot of the coordination, all of that. They have less of a role in our outpatient clinic, uh, but they do operate with us on those patients. Um, we have a work at an academic hospital, a big hospital. Uh, they have a, we have a full team of nursing staff who are significantly involved in all of our surgical patients. Um, we have two nurses in our outpatient office that do a lot of our patient triage, phone calls that come in, patients with concerns, things like that. Um, we have medical assistants in the office who do therapists who are generally occupational therapists that can be physical therapists who work with our patients postoperatively, help us make splints, do, you know, programs for, for recovery for patients who do or do not need surgery. Um, as well as the physical therapists and occupational therapists in the hospital that um, help with discharge planning and making sure people are safe to go home. Um, we need anesthesiologists and RNs in the operating room. We do have CRNAs that we work with here now. Um, it's a pretty extensive list of people, medical translators we work with, care coordinators, social workers for all of our worker comp workers' compensation patients. Um, I, don't, I can't think of a medical professional that we don't really work with, other than maybe like dentists and orthodontists, we don't have a lot of overlap there because we do hand, but other than that, pretty much anybody. So what would you say are the advantages and disadvantages? In of being a PA? Um, so I think the biggest advantage of being a PA over really anything is that we are board certified in medicine period. Um, and so when you, when you take your board, general medicine board, and that allows us the flexibility to change specialties. So while I have worked in hand surgery since I graduated, and at this point could not manage somebody's diabetes effectively, if I wanted to go into primary care tomorrow, I could start looking for jobs and work in primary care without having to do anything other than learn that stuff and sort of train on the job as I started. Um, I think collaborating physicians can have a lot of sort of importance in your, in your day to day. And there are lots of people who don't aren't interested in using PA to their maximum ability or to the top of businesses, say. And the biggest disadvantage is sort of having to get the whole team on board to say, hey, I can do this. It's legal that I do this. I can provide it safely and effectively for patients. Um, 
and I want to do this and sort of getting them on board. You gotta find the people who wanna support you and wanna help you work at the top of your license. So I know you mentioned that uh, one of the advantages is the being able to have like that certification in general medicine. So why did you select the path of hand surgery as your specialty? So I knew that I wanted to do something longitudinal. So something where I saw patients throughout their life, uh, something procedural. I, I knew I wanted to operate. I learned very early on in my clinical rotations that I wanted to do something where patients got better. Um, and I think those were really my big three things. So I looked into things like dermatology, cardiothoracic surgery, and orthopedics. Um, I picked my current job in hand surgery simply because of the people that I work with. Uh, I started my job right out of training. I finished school and this is my first job. And so I think it's really easy for PAs to be sort of cornered and what they can do at six months after graduation is what they end up doing for the rest of their career. And I didn't want that. And so I interviewed and all over Southern California actually and turned down a lot of jobs and um, had to sort of find the people who I thought were actually telling me the truth when they said they wanted me to continue to learn and grow over time. So I didn't really pick hand surgery to say, hey, this is exactly what I want to do. It was more, it provided the environment that I was looking for. So you talked about how like right after graduation, you started working your first job. What would you say is like your journey in like education, like after high school? Because I know that you have to have college and then you get like clinical hours and then like gay school. So what was your journey? So I would say it really started in high school. I did um, a high school research project at USC in their biomechanical engineering lab, which is really sort of what got me interested in that sort of hard sciences um, and the, the professional application of them, I guess, more than just an academic interest. And then throughout college, my sort of focus shifted. As I said, I really thought I wanted to do medical anthropology. So I spent some time doing research, but I did four years of um, undergraduate. My I went to Brown, so we don't really have majors and there's no general education requirements, but I graduated with the degree in human biology with a focus in human health and disease. But because Brown doesn't really have requirements, I had not met all of the prerequisites really for any PA school. And, and that's a little tricky because every PA school, unlike medical schools, have different prereqs. So they're not uniform across the country and can be it can be very difficult to sort of be able to apply to every single PA school because the prereqs vary so much. But I gave myself one year, I came back home um, from Rhode Island back to California and took classes at a community college to fulfill as many prereqs as I could. Um, and I worked coaching volleyball to make money to be able to pay for graduate school. And I worked and volunteered to get patient care and clinical hours in sort of different fields. Um, and then I applied to PA school sort of the, a year later, which meant that I started two years after college. Um, and then I did, my program was uh, two and a half years. So it's about 
a year and a half of clinical work and a year or a year and a half of academic work school basically and then a year of clinical work um and i went to pay a school at a small school in virginia called shenandoah university so you mentioned how your journey or path kind of started in high school um what extracurriculars did you participate in that you think um, may have helped you develop skills or helped you um, get into such a good university? Um, I played volleyball and that's how I ended up at Brown. Um, I played volleyball at Brown. And so, you know, I think that's a totally different path. I think I learned a lot from playing a team sport. I also think that is why I was interested so much in being a PA as opposed to sort of an NP or any other medical provider, because I, I like a team environment. I want to know that there's a whole bunch of people that have my back and a whole bunch of people I could come to with questions. Um, and I sort of believe in a team mentality for everybody. I think it's better for patient care. Do I think that playing volleyball made me a, a better PA? Yeah, I think it shaped sort of how I am as a person and it has made me sort of everything I am, it's what I spent most of my time doing through high school. Do I think it's a crucial part of being a PA? No, I think the sort of, at a high school level, the most important thing is really finding the things you're interested in and passionate about, and then being able to identify why you are passionate about those things. I don't think it's ever one specific activity or extracurricular that sort of sets you on that path. So you talked about how like you had like that team mentality from volleyball. So who would you say fits into the career of a PA? I think definitely somebody who it, it works well in a team-based environment. Um, somebody who doesn't necessarily need to be the leader, the decision maker, um, but who is very comfortable making decisions and leading when, when the opportunity necessitates or arises. Um, I think somebody who's willing to work hard, who can have a wide and deep grasp of knowledge um, and information. Again, our, our boards are in medicine. I, I couldn't tell you a lot of things that I needed to know from my boards at this point, but we'll have to learn them again to retake my boards in 10 years. And that will be something I struggle with. Um, I think it's important. Let's see, what other personality things? Um, work hard have boundaries. I think it's really important in all aspects of healthcare. It can take over your life really quickly. Um, so making sure that you have the boundaries to sort of get outside of the hospital or practice or wherever you are working. Um, committed, dedicated, I mean, I think all the buzzwords you hear about anything, but I think mostly somebody who has flexibility, who is willing to work in a team environment, stand up for themselves a little bit. So going off of that, what do you think or what skills do you think are necessary to be um, a PA, but like specialized in surgery? Well, to be honest, I think the skills that are required to get into PA school and the skills that are required to be a PA are very different. Um, but obviously, PA school is really competitive at this point. So strong academics, good writing, all of those things um, are not so important in my clinical practice. But I do think in on a day-to-day -day basis, the skills that are most important, I operate um, 
and so having a good you know good hands and having good tactile skills hand-eye coordination um, things like that is really important hands are small we do nerve and vessel repairs under a microscope um everybody says those are like video game skills being able to look at somewhere different than where your hands are working uh, I never played video games growing up, but being able to have that skill of working under a microscope, the coordination to do that is important in what I do on a daily basis. Most surgical PAs are probably not working on, under a microscope on a regular basis, but in my world it is. Um, being able to communicate effectively with patients is really important because there is nothing worse than a patient leaving without the information that they came in seeking. Um, being able to manage stress because there's, there are times when people have been waiting two hours to see you and you walk in the door to try and help them and they're just upset. And so you have to be able to manage those emotions. Um, time management is really important. Um, knowing when to ask for help is really important. So what are some tips that you have for students either in high school or their college years to prepare for a career like this? Um, additionally, if they were interested in it already, how could they work on building skills to prepare for the job itself? So I think at a high school and college level, the sort of soft skills, the people skills are the most important things to learn. Of course, again, the academics is important just in terms of getting into school, but, you know, interacting with as many people as possible, using social skills, having awareness of other people, being able to read people and their emotions. Um, how do you work on those skills? I think you step, put yourself in uncomfortable situations, situations that aren't exactly what you expect. Do new and different things and try them. I don't think necessarily the sort of technical skills are something to even consider working on at that level, you know, use your hands, play in the dirt, do what it, whatever it is that you like to do. But I wouldn't spend any time worrying about being able to have those technical skills because you'll gain them as you practice them. They'll only be relevant in depending on what you do. At, at sort of the college level and in applying to PA school process, you do need a lot of healthcare hours or patient care hours, depending on your, what school you're applying to and so acquiring those is sort of the hardest part I think you are more likely to be able to do things like be an unlicensed medical assistant in a small private practice than you are in a big academic hospital just because of bureaucracy and so find the opportunities but more important than any of that I think shadowing people is really that how you figure out what you want to do. And so if I could tell any high school student to spend time doing anything in preparation for any career in healthcare, it would be shadow, 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 absolutely as much as you can. So um, I know you mentioned that grades were not everything or like academics is just one part of it. So um, specifically on the grand scale, how much do you think grades matter? Um, how much do I think grades matter personally? I think zero. I don't think they play any role, but they do in reality in terms of how much do they matter in terms of getting into PA school. I think they're more important than anyone wishes they were. 
um, much like applying to high school or college, the first round of your application is just paper or digital paper that um, is numbers representing you. And you have one significant opportunity to sort of express yourself in a personal statement, just like a college application essay. But other than that, they get whatever entrance exam scores you have, be it the GRE or the PCAT or the tests are all changing constantly, um, as well as your grades. And so unfortunately, while they are probably not relevant in how you are as a PA at the end of the day, they are an important part of the journey because it is your entrance into a training program. So what are some interesting experiences that you have on your career or as well as like during your education? Uh, interesting experiences. Let's see. So the research project in high school that I did was an unbelievable experience for a high school student, for sure. I worked in a, a fully functioning PhD <clears throat> level lab doing research on volleyball players, which was obviously personally appealing to me. Um, Brown is a little magical place in every single way. And I would say every real experience there that I had was special, but playing volleyball through college was was really very fun for me. Um, and I think having an open curriculum is a, is a special academic experience um, immensely that makes everybody sort of take classes that they want to take, not be in classes that they have to take. Um, I think after that, I actually really enjoyed my classes at the local community college here. I took classes that were mostly taught by professors who were there because they wanted to be there. They had finished their tenured academic careers and wanted to continue to teach people who ne didn't necessarily have access to um, the universities that they had taught at. And so uh, that was really a fun, special experience. And I loved my PA school. I think, again, you can think of problems with any program, but we had immense opportunities to do mission work. Um, I went to Nicaragua and we had to ran a healthcare clinic there for two weeks. Um, and I did all of my, I did about half of my clinical work back in Los Angeles, which not every PA school will let you do. Um, and the other half, I did almost all of it in Washington DC area, not in the rural part of Virginia where Shenandoah is. And that was wonderful. We had a small program size, which I think was amazing and beneficial for me, um, and a full cadaver lab, which I think is really helpful. Since then, I've had probably some crazy, wonderful experiences and just as many stressful, crazy days where you're like, oh God, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? And can I really do this? Um, I think what no one realizes about their hands until they don't have them anymore is that they're what we do all of our stuff with. Um, and so there are crazy injuries like firework blast injuries to the hand. And really those are the times when you see the art and science of medicine come together. So there are some basic scientific principles of what a hand needs to be. And then there's the art of making a mess of a blast injury into something that can provide those functions um, for a single individual patient. And I think those are the most rewarding surgeries that we do um, in terms of experience. 
So to wrap things up, thank you so much for this opportunity. And for all our listeners, you can find her on Instagram at Spencer McAndrews PA for more of her. And we hope to see you all next time on the Medical Your Shots show. Thank you so much for coming out. Of course. Have a great day, guys.